Well, hello everybody. It's that time again. Strap in, sit down, relax, and get ready for the number one podcast, Borderline Texas Trash, my friends. What's up? What's up? I am your host with the most, baby, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today. Uncle Boo, baby. I am here and I'm in charge of this motherfucker. All right, man. How's everybody doing? Well, if you're listening to this, it's Friday, baby, and you made it through the work week. Oh, it's been a, it's been an all right week. Ain't been too bad for me. Same old, same old, just work and stuff. And uh, update on my uh, ex-co-host, Ash Handy. She uh, got COVID again. But Saturday, she if she's feeling good, she's getting better. And if she thinks she's feeling better by Saturday, she's going to come over and watch the Horns play. Because it's college weekend, baby. Kicking off, man. There's some games on tonight. So, But Saturday's the day, baby. Ooh, I can't wait. Horns all the way. Uh, yeah, but she'll be over Saturday. And I might get her to do a little, uh, inter- or little talking and catch everybody up and say hi to everybody. Because she hasn't been on in a while, so... I think that'd be fun. Got some special stuff for you today. I got my regular old stupid news. Little reporting from uh, Uncle Dickie. He uh, he wasn't at home when it hit. He went just in case the eye of the storm came his way. He's with his uh, some cousins on his uh, on his side in Mobile, Mobile, Alabama. So that's where he is. And yeah, it's a it's a rough one down there in Louisiana. Give a shout out to all them guys and. To let them know we're thinking of them, and uh, you'll we'll y'all can pull through it, and uh, hope everything gets better for you. Hope y'all got electricity by now. I know y'all been out of electricity for a while, but yeah, I got that, and then I uh, got a, a special little clip we did uh, last Saturday night. We went to that APW uh, wrestling, that all uh, advanced pro wrestling, and I started. I've been talking to them guys, and I was telling about Jackson's uh, wrestling uh, podcast he has. And he's going to, uh, he said we can start doing interviews. So we started, we did uh, some Saturday afternoon before the show. And then we did um, some more uh, after the show. We did like three or four interviews after the show. So yeah, it was was pretty fun. Good time, man. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to throw that in there. Let y'all listen to it. Um, But yeah, Jackson has his own podcast about wrestling. It's called Wrestling 101 with Jackson. But, yeah, we got all that and yeah, some, like, Labor Day stuff to do this weekend. You know, all that good fun stuff. It should be a great time, mate. Man, it's weekend. been too bad. I hope everybody's doing good and not sick. And if you are, I hope you're getting better, getting better, getting better. Just want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, you keep downloading everything like you do, and I very, very much appreciate it, guys. You guys are uh, getting the podcast up and up and up and up for me, and I appreciate it so much. So, I guess oh, one thing I do want to, I'll save it to the end, though. I do really want to talk about depression again. It just, I seen another uh, 
person, you know, another a woman wrestler, she committed suicide, and I just it just bums me out when I see that because I'll talk about it at the end of the show, but it just bums me out when I see that in general. Just, anyways, I guess if you cool cats are ready, and I'm done yapping, we'll get on with some. St- Stupid news, my friends. Uh, yeah, we'll start with uh, number one, of course, like we always do. Uh, this is in Florida. A Florida restaurant owner has uh, he uh, put a note on the door that said, "If you supported uh, Biden, if you support Biden or vote for him or you know anything like that, then we don't need your business, and I do not want you in my establishment." So he's not letting Biden people in his restaurant, restaurant, which is perfectly perfectly legal. So I mean, they can't say shit about it. So I think it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny, you know. Not trying to get too much on politics, but his uh his uh approving approving approved level or whatever, it's way low. It's in the shitter. But he don't care. He thinks it's all fun and games, you know, idiot. Well, it's just like I was watching an interview, and they were talking about the 13 soldiers that died. He's like, my son died too. Yeah, he was in the military, but he died of cancer, and he wasn't even in Afghanistan. Dude, come on. I don't get this guy. Anyways, this ain't politic time. This is stupid news time. Well, that kind of goes together. Politics is stupid. And Biden's kind of stupid. All right, number two. School board in Virginia, a, a school board member in Virginia at a school board meeting got pranked. Uh, what happened was, I guess you write your name on an envelope if you want to set up and speak. Well, some jackass, uh, well, no jackass, it was pretty funny. Because the guy never caught on. He would read the names two or three times. Here's one of them. Phil McCracken. And he'd go, Phil McCracken? Phil McCracken. And then the other one was Elaine uh, Over. Elaine Over. Is Elaine Over. And then this one really gets me. Uphold my cock. Uphold my cock. Uphold my cock. Yeah, he kept saying, Uphold my cock. Uphold my cock. And everybody's kind of <coughs> laughing and giggling. And he just don't catch on that he's being fucking pranked, man. Just goes to show you, you can have a college degree and still be a dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, he just kept on, you know. Fill my cracking. Fill my cracking. Number three. Uh, stupid. Uh, now, now, have y'all seen this stupid crap going around? The stupid uh, milk cart challenge. I can't even talk. The stupid milk cart challenge is ridiculous. I mean, you stack them fucking things in a pyramid, and your pyramid, and the object is to walk up on them and like stairs, and people are falling off and breaking their legs and hurting themselves because that's stupid. Common sense will tell you that shit's gonna fall. They're not very sturdy, especially when you start stacking them. The higher they go, dickheads. Jesus, that's what makes me wonder about our goddamn youth, man. <clears throat> I mean, frick. When I'm an old son of a bitch, these old tight-eating crate people are going to be running the damn country. These people are running, are going to be running our country someday soon. These people. 
Jesus. I just don't get common sense. I don't get it at all. Hey, Max. I'm talking to my studio dog, Max. I'm in the middle of recording, buddy. Okay? Love you, too. Um, yeah, it just makes me wonder what, what the fuck's going on with our youth. And number four. Parents in Michigan got sued by their son for throwing away his porn stuff, like his porn movies, I guess, and like magazines and all that. Number one, we live in an age of technology, the Internet. So why do you need to go buy porn? That's what I don't understand. All you got to do is just go to your phone, two minutes, you got it, and then two minutes, you're done. I mean... It don't make any damn sense why you'd spend so much money on porn when it's free. Jeez. Yeah, but he sued them and he won and they uh, owe him $30,364. Yeah. Fucking nuts. A judge said, yeah, I can't remember how he ruled it, but he said he he was in favor of him saying, yeah, they was in the wrong. Which I don't get how, man. Now, this guy's got a lot of fucking time on his hands right here. A British man bounces 10 miles on one of them big old bouncing balls with the handle on it, and he breaks the Guinness World Record. So, that's a long fucking way. 10 miles bouncing on a ball. He must have been pretty drunk or stoned, because there's no way he did that sober. There's no way, man. Quit looking at my feet. Crazy. Oh, and here's another little... That ain't really stupid news, but kind of weird fact I found out. Of course, everybody knows right now that uh, Ida hit the coast of uh, Louisiana um, over the weekend. And it's another, it was a what, F4, F5 again? I mean, yeah, F4, F5 again. It was another big one. And they got to looking, and every big hurricane that comes in and has hit the Gulf Coast, especially Louisiana, Happened on August 29th. Katrina happened on August 29th. The one before that was August 20th. Yes, there's like the top five biggest hurricanes to hit the uh, coast of the United States. And yeah, all of them, August 29th. Of course, different year, but all of them, August 29th. Ain't that some weird shit? Yeah, that's, that's pretty cuckoo for my cuckoos, if you tell me, man. That's crazy, crazy. All right. Well, this part of the program is brought to us by Security Finance, guys. Don't forget now, you need a loan or something, go see Carrie down there at uh, Security Finance here in Mineral Wells, Texas, in the Brazos Shopping Mall. Tell them Uncle Boo sent you from Borderline Texas Trash. Home slices. All right. Well, I guess we're getting on the horn and... uh. This uh, right here, I gotta put, uh, put the clip in, but uh, this is pre-recorded. I talked to uh, Uncle Dicky uh, today or today earlier, and uh, yeah, he's doing good and all that, like I said. But he'll tell you more about it. But yeah, let's uh, go check the clip out and see how he's doing. Well, how is everybody doing today? It's the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. It's your good old friend, Uncle Dickie, baby. It's a Louisiana dream, baby. How is all y'all doing today? Well, I'm sorry, but today's going to be, be a, a, a 
kind of out of a short show because, you know, the hurricane that came and hit the coast. Uh, I'm not at the house right now, and I, so I, I didn't do my email stuff and all that. We uh, loaded up what we could, loaded up a little bit what we could, and got the animals and all that. And we, uh, every time something big like this, we got a bigger, we got a cousin in uh, Alabama sometimes, and we'll go stay in Mobile, in Mobile, Alabama, Alabama down there on the coast sometimes, if it if it's going the way it did this time. Now, sometimes when it comes up there, they come over to our, uh, to, to, to our place for a while and stay. But, you know, this time... We are uh, staying at their house, but that, that that's just how it is being a coastal family. You know, all these hurricanes happen, you know. It's just like you, because you always got to deal with the uh, <coughs> hot weather, you know, and then uh, the tornadoes and stuff. It's just part of nature down here where we live, so we're just kind of used to it. <coughs> but, yeah, I am in, in Mobile, Alabama. I'm in Mobile, Alabama right now, and, 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 and. Let me tell you something, baby. We getting funky like a monkey down here on some ton of greens. We getting funky on that long. We're kind of just uh, we kind of just been helping helping around the house, doing stuff, and just to stay busy. But I think uh, once everything starts sliding down, I think uh, this weekend we're gonna try to head back home. Cause uh, I've been talking to my other some of my other relatives and people down there, and the eye of the storm didn't really hit the Boothville. It was we it. Well, it hit. We we are <clears throat> we are way to the right of where it, it hit, and um, we uh we're, we're like we're we're south of uh what's south we're south of Port Suffer Suffer, so it it we did we just didn't want to chance it again because because we didn't chance it when uh Katrina came through and we rebuilt so. Whatever happened, you know, if this one got messed up real bad, we just we just rebuild again like we always do, baby, because that's what we do, man. But I just want to thank everybody for your prayers, and prayers, and your uh, your um, uh, just just thinking of us down here and thinking of everybody in Louisiana without any electricity right now and all that. But it, it, it's, it's just it's just it's just gonna be it's it ain't gonna be crazy because we're used to it. I mean, we just been living down here so long, we're so used to these hurricanes. I mean. Got a lot of flooding, a lot of stuff I see in the pictures from back home, but I think we'll be all right. <clears throat> Just uh, keep praying for us, guys. But I really don't have a whole lot to say today. Like I said, I don't have nothing planned. Quick, get down. Quit fucking playing around, boys. My goddamn cousin got a pet uh, raccoon, man. Got that sucker all spayed and neutered and got him all house trained. It's a fucking raccoon, man. Crazy son of a bitch. He's always fucking with me. Um. But yeah, I think I'm gonna peter off out of here. But we're gonna shoot it over to Cuz real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say goodbye to him and stuff. Uh, but I'll be right back to tell you, pretty folks, bye. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing good, Cuz. I was worried about you when it hit, but then when I seen where it hit, I wasn't too worried. But I knew you was already out of Louisiana. But uh, we love you, man. You need anything? You know, you holler. We'll send you some shit like we always do, buddy. We'll send you a care package from Texas like we always do. But tell the kinfolk in Alabama we said hi and slap them around for us, cuz. But we love you. The fans love you. We always worrying about you. Glad you're safe and all that, cuz. We will uh, holler at you later, though, you funky monkey. Well, well, th thank you, cuz. I, 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 I,
I sure do love these kale packages y'all send me. He sends me a box of stuff all the time, man. Like, once a month, he'll just send me shit. Anything. He just grabs shit from a store he sees or something. And just, you never know what you're going to get when Uncle Boo sends me something. It's it's crazy. Crazy like a crazy. But uh, thanks, thank you guys for everything. Thank you fans for being concerned and worried about us down here. But we are we, we are doing good, baby. The mouth, the... The most recognizable voice in podcasting is okay, babies. We are okay. But we're going to get back to Louisiana probably this weekend and uh, go through everything, start trying to get everything back open and stuff because I'm pretty sure we're going to be need to, you know. So we'll just see how it goes, my friend. But I will holly out y'all next week and give y'all an update. Y'all have a great Memorial Weekend, guys. Don't be potty hottying too much. And remember, don't drink and drive, guys. Don't do it. But uh, you guys be good, be real, be sweet. This is Uncle Dickie, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, babies. We will. See you fine cats later. And uh, you guys be good. Well, it's always good to hear from Uncle Dickie. Good old boy right there. Well, you guys don't forget now. Check out uh, my podcast called Ghost Stories Told from the South, babies. It's a good show. We, uh, it's me and my dog, my oldest daughter, Lexi. We tell some good old ghost stories. Just some old country folk from the South telling stories from around the world, man. What we do is pick a, pick a state, do it for a while. We've been, uh, doing stuff from around the world and stuff. And that podcast is doing pretty good, too. So, y'all guys check it out. And, hey, who knows? You might get too scared to not listen again because we tell some scary, scary stuff, my friend. So, since we got all that out of the dang way, now we're going to do a little special part of the episode. I'm going to run about uh, 10, 15 minutes-ish on uh, Jackson's uh, first interview he did with an APW wrestler. Uh, It's all advanced it's advanced pro wrestling um yeah check it check it out it's with uh Balak Bridges and he's one of the uh one of the kind of faint not famous but uh i guess top stars they got there i mean he's pretty popular everybody knows him but you know everybody knows everybody on the roster that's why i like it it's a good old wrestling deal but hey enough about that let's get on with it here is Jackson on his first interview he's ever done. I mean, I had to do most of the talking. He talked to, but yeah, he was really shy and like, oh God, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? Uh, it was pretty funny, but yeah, here we go with it, guys. I hope you enjoy. Bye. Two. Well, hello, everybody. This is... Wrestling Jackson. Wrestling one-on-one with Jackson. I'm your co-host. He is the host. I'm the co-host. Stephen Booth, his dad. We uh, got a big interview we did last night with Balak Bridges from APW Wrestling. It's uh, all advanced wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's advanced pro wrestling. So here in a minute, it'll start. We went to the show last night. It was pretty good, wasn't it, Jackson? Yeah. This time I finally got glass from Jackson. And yeah. Mask. 
But here we go with the interview, guys. This is Jackson's first interview, so wish him luck, guys. We'll see you later. Okay, this is uh, Raston 101 with Jackson here, and we get his first interview with Ballard. It's Ballard Bridges. Come on. Ballard Bridges. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's a... A wrestler uh, for APW, all uh, what is it? Adva- yeah, Advanced, Advanced Pro, Pro Wrestling. Wrestling. And uh, so, if this interview's a little on my part, it's my first one, so I've yeah. never. And my first so, one. Too. Uh, tell us about yourself, man. We've what? been coming to a couple of shows, and we kind of dig your. I mean, you dig your style. You know, you seem like one of them high flyers. But you see, you. that's the funny thing. That's the funny thing. Is that you don't really necessarily see any more high flyers. You don't see people jumping into the sky. You don't see people doing anything it takes to win, to take the risk. But me, on the other hand, I've been doing this for three years. I broke out of an asylum just to have my fun. And what better way to have fun than to soar through that air and land and destroy my opponents. That's, I like that, that's pretty cool. Well, what about y'all? What are y'all doing here for me? Uh, well, we're just starting to do interviews and stuff, and uh, he just started his podcast. He's done about 15 episodes, and you're like our first wrestler we've ever interviewed. Yeah. Well, You're the well, first one. Well, well do you, well, since you're interviewing me, I do have a little bit of time. Is there anything that you would like to know? Well, yes. Ask him, buddy. Don't be shy. I'm scared. Why? <laughs> ask him uh, what got him into wrestling. Okay. What got you into wrestling? Well, you know, how old are you? Nine. Whenever I was about your age, <laughs> I would always watch the WWE and the WWF whenever back in the day. I would watch... People like Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. Eddie Guerrero. People like Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, I like Jeff Hardy. Chris Benoit. Kane, The Undertaker. And I thought to myself, you know what? One of these days, I want to be there. Fast forward, now I'm only 24 years old. I've been doing this for three years. I have battled giants that are six foot six, 320 pounds. I have battled guys my size, 6'4", 160 pounds. Like Jackson. Exactly. (laughs) It is a very, very wild journey, but it was worth it. I bet. (laughs) We did see your your chair match you had. That was, what, three months ago, I think? Three or four? That was really cool. That was a pretty good match, and man, it... Here's what you need to tell I mean, tell everybody out there. And it irritates me being a fan when people's like, oh, you know that BS is fake. Oh, you know it's... Well, you know, I've seen this man's back in the chair after people. <laughs> Some of this stuff, I mean, that's like I try to tell them. They're putting their bodies on the line, and they can still get hurt, and people don't understand. And I've seen him after the chair match because you took that chair home. And it wasn't no gimmick chair. It was an outright steel chair that was beat up because they used it on his back, remember? His back was just cut up. Well, actually, the funny part is the one that I had, I'm the one that hit that over Seth Anunnaki's back. I hit it over his head. Oh, man. His leg. I hit... That chair is a souvenir from one of the greatest matches I've ever had in my career. 
And like when you have a match like that, and it takes so much out of your body, probably mentally and physically. I mean, the next day, I mean, you probably feel like you've been the train hit you. I honestly could not move for a week. I could not walk, walk properly. I couldn't function properly because I was just so sore from all the Jeez. chair shots. I've had scars all up on my back, my face. <laughs> it, it's it's a really really painful. It's a painful place to be, but, you know, it's all about entertainment. That's yeah. what we're out here to do. It's to yes. entertain the fans that come out here to pay and watch genuine wrestling. And that's what we're here, out here to do. Yes, and they do have a good product. We, we, we've been coming to every show y'all have done here, and it's just, I love it. You know, it's, it's I wanna, amazing. I want to see Jackson and him fight. Well, maybe. You're saying Marquise Jackson? Yeah. Marquise Jackson. <laughs> I would, Do you I would know <laughs> who I'm facing tonight? No. I am facing the former cruiserweight champion Max Beckett and the cruiserweight champion Marquise Jackson. Well, I want you and Jackson have a blood match. <laughs> oh, a blood match? A bloody match. <laughs> because that's where, because that's where when Jackson comes out, you can come up right behind him and start. Hitting him. Oh yeah. Because that's what I like the surprises instead of just waiting till the entrance coming out. Well, you never know. I, I just, am that crazy. I just like how people are, like tied up all like on the buildings <laughs> and someone like, mm-hmm. someone turns out they just go nope stop and you just get them. Oh yeah. Because I like the part when like you like do like do flips off of the ropes and then you land on people. I just like how you, like you did your finisher off the top rope and then one two three we've done. You remember the last time I did that to Seth on a knock and I landed on a chair? That hurt. Yeah. Very badly. I let that chair go up. I was like, like, well, that must have broke his back. See, that's that's what people need to understand. This stuff is not fake. It's not fake. Yes, I hate that word when people say it. I'm like, it "It ain't freaking fake, man. You know? See, the thing is, most of us have major injuries. Um... A few of my friends have broken tailbones, have messed up ankles. I've actually nearly broken my ankle in that match Ooh. with oh Stefan Anaki. And, uh, you know, a lot of us have a lot of in- injuries, but, you know, we're still out there. Doing it. And that's what I love. I mean, I just, it, it's like I try to tell people, and you could probably understand too, because I've heard wrestlers say, it, it's like you're out there dancing, and if this person, your partner isn't going to take care of you, and help this match be good, then, I mean, you're going to hurt somebody or you're going to get hurt. I mean. That's the sad part about this business is that you can actually get killed in this business. Yes. Yes. Well, that's why I was telling them before you came in. I can't remember his name, but it was in the 90s, and he got a – Dilo Brown gave him a power bomb, mm-hmm. and he slipped wrong or something, and the guy landed wrong, and he was par- he's paralyzed from the chest down now, all because of just one little one slip. Little and that's what just it. I want to. I'm not trying to be mean, but I want to punch people in the face when they say it's fake. I'm like, these people get hurt, really See, hurt. If it was fake, we wouldn't be training. Exactly. We wouldn't train on a daily basis to perfect moves that we are wanting to do to show to the public and to protect the person that we are going against. Yes. And that's what people just don't understand. They think we just get in a ring and just have fun. So no, yeah. no. There's there's a lot of training that comes through it. That's what's kind of it. You know, as a kid, you know, that's what I might kind of, oh, you're just getting there. And, but as I've gotten older and 
you know, listened and, and stuff and just watched. It's, it just amazes even more the trust y'all put in each other. And it's just even I've heard wrestlers say, like you said, just the trust and you got to not want to, you know, not hurt the person. And it just amazes me when especially two people can flow good together and sprinkle just a little bit of that reality. And they're like, these two guys are really pissed. They're, this ain't no pre-taped or pre, you know, they're, they're mad. You know, and that's what I love about wrestlers who still try to do that today. You know, to try to make you leave going, I know this is prejudged when they come out, but I think that Ballard guy really beat the crap out of him. He was mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. See, you know, that's that's all about it. We yes. we want to do our best to make sure that you go home like, wow, those guys from APW, they just they're out there. They're crazy. They just. I don't know. I want to go see what happens next. Yes. That's what my cousin do. Well, I hope you like that. Jackson, he was a little bit nervous, but he kind of got out. Where I cut it off right there after that, he was kind of like, uh, wondering what to do. And he started asking him, you know, his workout routine, how many times he wrestles a week, yada, all that good stuff. But we're getting better at it. I'll do some more little tidbits through the day or through the uh, – Every now and then I'll throw some more interviews in there. We got some good ones. We like it. Podcasting and wrestling. Now if I can do podcasting and football. Yeah. Anyways. Well, uh, since this is Labor Day weekend coming up, uh, here are like some four things I've seen that uh, from uh, around the U.S. uh, to go do this weekend. Let's check them out and see what they are. All right. Atlanta, Georgia. They're going to have a laser show and fireworks every evening starting Saturday night. So Saturday night they're going to have a laser show. Wait, Friday night they're going to have a laser show (coughs) and fireworks show. (coughs) Same thing Saturday night, same thing Sunday. That ought to be cool to go check it out. Then we got in Detroit, Michigan, we got the Jazz Festival, which is all weekend long. Starts Friday night, I believe. That ought to be fun. And then we have the Ocean City. Oh, this one's from Ocean City, Maryland. The Jellyfish Festival. Don't think I want to go to a Jellyfish Festival because, you know, jellyfish sting you. And here's one in Parker, Texas. Called the Garcilia Music Festival. Sounds pretty good, man. And since September is Among Us, and this is my first episode for September, um, we are going to go over five things that are going to be something to look forward to in. Uh, September. Things to look forward to in September. To remember. We got cooler weather. That's for damn sure. Gonna get a high-yah for some cooler weather. Yeah, I've been looking at the radar and it went, it started like at a hundred. Right now it's a hundred. But I think within a week it's gonna be like nine in the low 90s. Which will be so much better. Oh, just so much better. And then number two, things to look forward to. College football, baby. 
Oh, yes, I'm so pumped about it. Saturday, uh, I just love college football. I'm a big nut for the college foosball. We're going to go rambling, fumbling, bumbling, dumbling, going to catch the ball. Sorry, I got onto a, dupe, a stupid st- st- uh, stupid uh, thing there. All right, number three. Some bonfires and s'mores. Make you a little fire at night. Drink a little cold beer. Smoke a little hooch. Drink you some wine. Whatever you want to do to relax. Then we got number four. I mean, number five. Oh, yeah, number four. Can do more outside stuff and not sweat your ass off. Well, God, it's like last weekend. I had some yard work to do, some trees to cut down and stuff. And God dang, this Texas heat. It ain't really the heat. It was the hum- humi- it was, it was so humid because we had that uh, hurricane come in. I mean, it was we was way far away from it here in Texas. I mean, it didn't hit us. But it got so humid. And geez, it was so muggy and nasty Saturday. Oh, I was a soaking wet rag when I got done. <sighs> Let's see. We got number five. Lower electric bills. Now, I don't know how y'all's bills are around the world. But here in Texas, baby, in the United States, mine's about 350 to 380 during the summertime. Yeah. Man, but... Heck, when I had my pool, sometimes it'd be close to four. But people, some people with bigger houses, you know, they have a lot bigger bills, so I guess I shouldn't cry. But still, that's a lot of money. All right, number six, some new shows will be premiering. I don't keep up with them. I really don't watch a main TV much anymore, not unless it's football or maybe a little bit of news or something like that. I really don't have any show shows I watch, you know, so... I'm kind of hoping uh, American Horror Story comes out this year on regular TV, but I don't think it will. They, it's on Hulu season 10. It's not on regular TV, which upsets me. Number seven, things to look forward to. Halloween, guys. Halloween is less than a month. It's about a month away now. So October 1st, start doing your uh, thinking what you can do uh, and uh, get your yard ready. That's what I'm going to do the first weekend. That's when I always dress my yard up. And I'll uh, put some pictures on the old YouTube there. I mean, on the old Instagram and face some of the book. But, yeah, that's some things to look forward to and all that. And that part of the show is brought to us by Stephanie's podcast called What's Really Out There. If you want a podcast that tells you about mysteries little bit of conspiracy, some UFO stuff, just strange stuff you really can't explain. Not ghost stuff, just, you know, some weird stuff. Come listen to her podcast. It's pretty good. It's me and her. Sometimes Lexi jumps in there, but she was at first, but not anymore. But that's all right. It's just me and Steph. Check it out, though. It's called What's Really Out There. We're on any major um, platform. And I debuted a new podcast and this one's called When Sports Collide. It's a sports that we talk, I talk about college football, NFL, wrestling, and my fantasy football. So that's a new one I'm starting up. I tried doing one last year like that, but it kind of went in my face. So, yeah. But, yeah, if you all like sports and stuff, come check it out. I've got four episodes downloaded that I just started. But I want to make a big announcement, guys. This right here is episode 70. 70. God, can you believe that? That's so fucking crazy. Episode 70. 
I just can't believe that shit. I really do think everybody who listens and downloads, tell your friend, man. Get some more hype on this train, baby. Uh, I'm just, I'm just in awe. I just can't believe it. But I do got another announcement. Um, I'm going to be putting my podcast in on a podcast contest from uh, Podcast One. Hopefully I win it or get close to winning it or they like it, you know. So wish me luck there, guys. He, I'm so, I'm just, you guys make me feel good. I love doing this and I love, I love it that I'm on Fridays. It comes out and I'm already by 8 o'clock have at least 15, 20 downloads. I mean, that don't seem much to like Joe Rogan or some podcasts like that that get like millions a day. Man, it makes me feel good. I'm just a small guy doing this, so it makes me feel good. So thank you, everybody, and thank you for listening and everything, guys. But I do want to touch on a serious note. I'm not going to talk about politic bullshit today. I'm going to talk about something serious and real, guys. Another uh, person killed herself. She was a wrestler. She was in her 40s, I think. Maybe, yeah, 40s. But she was still young and she killed herself. And it just makes me sad and bums me out because, man, life's too short. And then when you kill yourself, man, you, you, you hurt the ones that you leave behind. Because they have to wake up and deal with life and deal with the fact of you not being there. You don't have to deal with the fact that they're not in your life anymore because you're dead. And then let's say you kill yourself and you're stuck on earth as a spirit. I mean, it's really not worth it, man. Believe me, I've been down that road. I lost my parents at a young age when I was 13. Watched them die in a house fire. Until I was 24, 23 and a half or 24 I finally pulled my head out of my ass and uh, moved back home here to Mineral Wells because I lived in Austin. I was partying my ass off every night, doing drugs, and just... I was so pissed off about losing my parents. I just... I was too too chicken shit to kill myself. I didn't want to do that because that's just... that's That's like dishonor to the family. So... I, did, I would, couldn't do that, so I thought, well, fuck, I'll just party and see how many drugs I can do and party and drink all the time and maybe kill myself and do a, you know, accidental old deaths, uh, accidental uh, OD, you know. And I just woke up, looked in the mirror, looked, got tired of looking like a fucking skeleton and wasn't healthy, needed help. So I moved back home. I'm just thankful that God or whoever or my parents were watching out for me up there and woke me up because some people don't i could have been another stat but i've been down the dark road guys i know how depressing and pissed off it is and then you know i go through life after that happened to me now check this out after that happened to me i swore to myself my kids are never gonna lose the other parent like this too soon i mean if we divorce we divorce that happens but just the dying and not having a mom or dad growing up and i'll be goddamn if it didn't happen to me again when uh, i was 35 uh my wife she was uh 36 37 and she uh had a uh, well i was 34 she was 35 i think yeah that's what it was anyways 
She, uh, we had one kid together, Stephanie. And then about two years later, you know, here's Jackson. And she had some complications and stuff. And basically she died after giving, not right after, but she died. Jackson was born in October of 2011. She passed away January 12th. I mean, uh, January 23rd of the next year. So she didn't have long to see him. And I swore to myself when I was a kid that shit wouldn't, have, shit wouldn't happen to me. And I'll be goddamned if it didn't. You know, but I couldn't go to drugs. So what did I start doing? Drinking all the time. Because you can buy that. It's right over the counter. So I was getting where I was drinking at least three bottles of whiskey a weekend, guys. Because I was so pissed off. And I was down that dark road again that I shook off for 20-something years. Almost. But... I'm just saying, guys, I understand, man. I wanted to do that. I wanted to be gone. Even after my wife was gone, I thought, maybe I'll just drink myself to death. But then, <clears throat> with the help of my brother-in-law and stuff, I pulled my head out of my ass. You know, and now my kids have their father, and I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm here. But I've been down that road, guys. I know how it feels to feel like shit nobody wants you. And just... But there's nothing good that comes out of killing yourself guys i'm not lying i'm gonna say it right now and i've said it before i have an email for this uh, podcast it's borderline texas trash at yahoo.com i have a facebook called borderline texas trash i'm on instagram borderline text or borderline texas 69 i believe it is or it might be borderline texas trash anyways contact me there man you can message me. I mean, I'll talk to you, man, so you don't do something stupid. Especially if you got kids. I mean, whether you got kids or not, because you leave the ones behind suffering and missing you and all the stuff you you can miss you miss out on. I mean, I'm just playing with you guys. If you ever get that bad, call me. Tell me. Because, I mean, depression's a motherfucker. It, it don't give a shit who you are. And I just... I want y'all to freaking live and be good and, you know, be nice to each other and just, just, just be kind and be nice and just, it just, I don't know. I just, it really upsets me, man, you know, because I, I know I've been down that road. I've been like wanting to kill myself and thank goodness someone pulled her, pulled my head out of my ass. So, I mean, I'm not lying. I'm saying it now to the world because I'm. There's about 12, 12, to, 12 to 15 countries that listen to me now. Wherever you're at around the world, if you got depression problems and you're feeling bad, call me, tell me, talk to me. You know, now I might not be able to rush to the phone every time you text and be like, hey, hey, I'm right here. But text me. It might take me a little bit, but I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Just please hang in there. Do it for your family, man. Do it for me, you know. Maybe I can have you on her as a success story or something. Sorry, I was thirsty. God damn it. Um. Uh, I dropped my cap. It fell on the ground. But anyways, I'm serious, guys. Just don't do it. Call me. Call somebody. You know, call a suicide hotline, but... I'll be your counselor. I'll listen. So just just don't do it. Just call somebody. Call me. But 
I think I'm going to wrap the show up there. Hope y'all go check out the podcast I've been talking about. Hope you enjoyed Jackson's little interview there. Um, uh, yeah. But you guys uh, are really, really good to me. And I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, guys. You guys are good. And I'm not lying. Anybody out there in the world, you need help, give me a call. Want to give a shout out to Canada, too. They keep downloading us like crazy. Love you, Canada. I would love to visit there. Just as I like I like discovering new cultures and new stuff. I think that'd be cool. So Yeah. So anywhere, guys, call me anytime. But I hope you guys have a good weekend. Be safe out there and don't be stupid. I don't want to be telling some ghost story of you on my other podcast, guys. Come on, let's have fun and celebrate Labor Day weekend, but be smart. Don't be don't be dumb. But you guys be good, be real. I love you. And we are out of here, baby. But just remember, this has been Borderline Texas Trash with your host, Uncle Boo. The most recognizable voice and podcast in the day, baby. Mm. Gonna get funky like a monkey on out long, baby. But we will see you later, baby. Peace.